So how how are you? I oh, know I recommended Ray Donovan. Yes. So, mate, oh, I've, 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 I've recommended addicted. a bloody good show to you. There. I'm addicted. It's a good show, isn't I'm it? I'm massively addicted. Yeah. What oh. season are you up to now? Uh, I've just started season four. Jeez, you're smashing it out. <laughs> you sound like a week and a half ago. No wonder you're not getting any work Look, done. I was just going to say, apologies to everyone who's looking at the website going, <laughs> why are you not writing as much? Well, you're listen, I'm watching Ray Donovan. Donovan. I watched yeah. an episode before you came. It's just bloody right good. Here. It is good. I've just, <laughs> I've just started watching season seven. Season seven has just started. It's you've got a lot to look forward to. It's just really good. Yeah, I just really like it. Um, yeah, I can't even predict what's going to happen next, kind of thing. Sometimes yeah, you can good. go, "Oh, that's going to happen." You can kind of see yeah. little bits that happen, but I don't know. I'm walking around like I'm Ray Donovan now. <laughs> you driving a Merc, I'm driving right? a Merc like Ray. Um, <laughs> I'm not killing people. He, and he stuff. graduates to Alexis in later seasons. No, really? Yeah, yeah. he's in, he, when he moves to New York for a season. He's oh, in whoa, 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 spoiler alert, <laughs> champ! No, that's just a location. I'm not giving anything away. That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. well, he is from Boston, so yes, mate, I know. Yeah. Okay. Don't give anything else away. All right. Well, I've just uh, one show that I've been watching on Netflix that was is amazing. Yeah, it's a show called The Movies That Made Us. And it's a deep dive into these classic movies. There's four of them to begin with. Die Hard, Dirty Dancing, Ghostbusters, and Home Alone. Right. And it dives right into how they come up with the idea and the the struggles of getting it made and all the things that went against these films that turned out all to be hits. Just if If you love movies, and these movies in particular... It is a fascinating, one of the best shows I've watched on Netflix so, for a long sorry, time. Sorry, what's it called? The Movies That Made Us. It's the, the same. Made us. It's the same producers, same uh, production company that made The Toys That Made Us, which look at all oh. the famous toy lines and how they came to be. Like, you know, they talk about all, how popular the Star Wars toys became and all these other things. They've got, that's been going for three so seasons. Who, who do they talk to in the show? Oh, like actors, the so writers. Like the, for the Die Hard one. Yeah, Die Hard, they spoke to John McTiernan, the director. Yep. They spoke to uh, Argyle, the limo driver in the film. Right. Bruce Willis wasn't in it. They spoke to Bonnie Bedelia, who played his estranged wife in the movie. They spoke to the screenwriter. And um, they spoke to Richard Vell Johnson, who was the, the, the cop. Remember that he was buying the Twinkies? He was the one always on the phone to him. Uh-huh. They speak to him. It's brilliant. It is, and all the all the episodes are like that. They they talk to all the actors, or well, not all the actors, but the people who were involved, the producers, the writers, everyone discussing the challenges of the project and how they said, "What you want, Bruce Willis as a feels, as an action star?" It's it's, feel, it feels it's really much, good. It's too much like you're learning. Oh, uh, it's good. That's funny. I just want to be entertained. But the, the way the way they do it is very funny, and it's it's really well put together. If you love movies, highly recommend it on Netflix. Three the movies a, that made us. And Ray Donovan, of course. Have I ever been wrong with no, you? No, no, no. My record got, is is still 100% I've got with you. Three plus seasons still to go yeah, get on into Ray it. Donovan. Get into it, yeah. And we don't have any trips coming up. So oh, not till January, anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you would have done it by then. You would have smashed it by then. I'll be disappointed if I haven't smashed it yes. by, by January. And then we've got Billions coming up. Godfather again. of Harlem uh, finished yes. episode 10. I, don't, I haven't watched the last episode. Yeah. Okay. Right. We can just get Shorty back on. Is that yeah, back that yet? Must, it must it's be on a break. Two, it's been two weeks since they've had an episode. Is it a ratings break in yeah, America? Yeah, mate. There's no ratings break when it comes to streaming. Come on. Yeah, but it, no, but it's a TV show. All oh, right, and we I'm get it sure. on stream. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Okay. yeah. So but the Mandalorian's getting good too. No We've one had cares. four episodes. Yes, they do, mate. No, they don't. Excuse me. It was revealed. <laughs> it was the most streamed show ever. It beat Stranger Things. How do we know that? It was, the stats came out. I don't know. Disney, Disney told us. <laughs> Mate. I won't tell you what gesture Chad there was making There are no there. stats. That. Well, this is... Google it. Mandalorian is the most streamed show, has beaten Stranger Things, which was the previous title holder. So, get that India. Get <laughs> India? Get that India. <laughs> you know, can I just say quickly before we do our actual show? Um, <laughs> uh, we're Disney, doing a show, are we? Disney oh, okay. Plus um, is a great investment if you've got kids. So here's yeah, why. Um, my kids, are, you know, they want to watch TV all the time, but yeah. they're just watching YouTube. Random YouTubers. They've run out of the couple of YouTubers we've said, "Yep, go for your life." You can always watch them. Right. Uh, there's not enough. There's not enough shows. Not enough yeah. content. Yeah. And so they're watching random stuff, and I'm like, oh, "Who's this?" And then, like, I don't mind, but I don't know whether they're violent, whether they're swearing. So there's a lot of. Lot so of they watch YouTube there, right? on your television. <coughs> don't yeah. They? Yeah. And so, a lot of the time, like even this morning, uh, buddy teacher strike. So the kids... Uh, so no school today? No schools this morning. So Ooh. it was like a late start. Teacher strike. Oh, what are they striking for? More holidays? Oh, um, <laughs> public schools, eh? <laughs> anyway, okay. so the kids are going to school late this morning. Yep. So Vivi gets up in the morning and she says, Dad, 
because we're not going to school early, can we watch TV? Because they don't normally watch TV on on school days in yeah, the morning. Right, right. I said, you know what? Go for it. Yeah. But watch some Ray Donovan. We but <laughs> not YouTube, Disney Plus. Okay. And so they just jump into some Mickey Mouse or some Forky or they've got all, you know all the shorts. What'd you say, Forky? Forky. Oh, for Toy Story Four. Yeah, yeah. You know I was all the what you, were saying, you know yeah. all the Disney, the Pixar shorts. Yes. Oh, they're all there. They're yeah. all there. Brilliant. It's excellent. So there's a lot of short form content, eh? like yeah. short and sharp stuff. A lot of episodic stuff for kids. They they sent you know. out an email yesterday about all the uh, the the schedule about all the new shows and and new movies that are going to be added to the mm. service. Yeah, it's quite a long list. Mate, Jackson is every night because he goes to bed later than the others. So yeah. the kids are upstairs at seven. He doesn't go to bed till eight thirty, right? So he's got an hour and a half on his own. He's downstairs, mate. He is smashing through the Iron Man Marvel universe. Oh, really? Thing. Oh, is yeah. he? Because yeah. he, he, there's a couple, we talked about this the other week, there's a couple of shows that weren't yeah. on Stan and stuff. Yes. He's now just like So he's, in. Mar- he's into Marvel. I don't know what he's into, mate. mate. Tip, tip him into Star Wars, mate. Get him into he Star tried Wars. It. He hates it. Oh, come on. You, you, you were in his ear saying this is rubbish <laughs> all the whole time. What hope did he have? I'll ask him again what he, mate, why he's not watching Star Wars. You know what? He should come to my house. He can watch it in, you can bring him, you can come too. Yeah. You can, you can, <laughs> he can, Uncle Steve, he wants to, you to come I around his, to be creepy. his yeah. dark theatre yeah. room. Oh, he can just sit with, enjoy all the memorabilia and yeah. then watch it in in style and hear the proper sound. Uh, and all you know what I'm looking forward to? On his, for his birthday, his 13th birthday uh, in a couple of weeks, he's having some mates around, just a few mates and we're having a movie night. Hobbs yeah. and Shaw. Yeah, I haven't watched saying, it yet. Yeah, nice. I've seen that. I, I can't saw wait. It, saw it in the theatre. Navman put it on for I us. I don't with their, their, uh I only go to the Tech Guy <laughs> Theatre. That's my exclusive Happy theater. days, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll put a couple of Ray Donovans on for you. All right, let's... Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. Let's do a show. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 416. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Uniden. We are here to talk technology uh, as well as just the pre-show. As well as some streaming where I, yes. Where I hit record and just, <laughs> you know. We just riff it out. Stephen arrived, um, uh, I think, nine minutes ago. Yeah. I hit record seven minutes ago. Yeah. And in the two minutes prior to hitting record, we did a rundown for the show. I don't want to lift yeah. the cover on the on the preparation well, no. that goes into this show. In the four-hour drive it took me to get here, <laughs> I was thinking deeply about what we we're going to talk about. So all you, weren't, you were listening to an audio book. No, I wasn't actually. I was listening to another podcast. You know what I was listening to? Yeah. Bob Seger. Oh. Just take you know those all No, no, no. I, I did go to shell. that. Um, uh, you know what's it called? Uh, this time tonight. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, tomorrow. <laughs> uh, well, this Do you is, know why? Can, can, you've got such a good entertainment mind, and it's narrowed distinctly with me around. Surely you have a memory of why I went to Bob Seger. Bob Seger. <clears throat> I'll so give you one hint. Karaoke. Okay. Still nothing. Karaoke. Carpool karaoke. Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan. Sings a Bob Seger song in karaoke. (laughs) I struggle to remember that far back. Yeah. It's a long time ago that Ray Donovan started, you know. You're catching up here. I know. Okay, let's talk talk charts. There's a couple of things coming up over the next few weeks. We'll get Google search results and all those kind of things. But um, I want to start, we'll get to music in a second, but I want to start with apps. Uh, The Apple App Store charts for 2019 are out. And I, I find it fascinating because... You know, this is raw data about who's downloading what. Now, I, I asked Google Play for information. They don't have charts. They didn't release charts. They did release some, you know, kind of top and some award-style things, but I want charts. So we're, we're, I have to say we're exclusively talking about the App Store here, so we're talking about iPhone users, but I, I, I'm confident it's reflective of the overall smartphone community broadly. Now, when it comes to free iPhone apps, Instagram number one, Spotify number two, WhatsApp number three. Yep. So that's interesting to me on a couple of levels. Firstly, Instagram smashing it in the social media space. Yeah. Miles ahead of Snapchat at six, TikTok at seven, and, and Facebook at at eight. And by the way, Twitter not in the top thirty. Seriously. Just wow. to show, I think how potentially dead Twitter is. Yeah. Because well, this is about people you, downloading the app. But you think about yeah. Well, well I, no, look, no. look at look at and your your is your son on Instagram already? On his birthday, he's getting it. There you go. My kids. They live on Instagram yep. and very rarely engage with Facebook. Yep. Um, and Twitter, they've never never used it ever and no. never will. Snapchat is still bubbling along. But, um, yeah, so that just yeah, so Instagram's that does not surprise me. But then Spotify number two, right? So yeah. it's Apple Music been around now for a couple of years and Apple users still number two downloaded app is Spotify. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think um, they've still got way more members, like yeah. a lot of a lot of customers. But it, it, I think what it is is that Spotify still has a really good freemium. I was going to say, they yeah, have a free so service. they have a free service. If Apple Music had a free service, which they won't, if they did, they'd be up there. Yeah, true. So people are buying, downloading Spotify. Yeah, they're getting music. They're essentially downloading a radio player. Because yeah. So what they get a few songs and then get that. Is that right? A few songs, get an ad. Channels, you know, yeah. kind of playlists. They can't build your own things, but you can listen to a lot of genres. So that's free iPhone apps. When you click across to free iPad apps, it's Netflix that's number one. Yeah. Because you know, biggest that makes screen sense. entertainment. Yeah, it makes sense. YouTube number two and Stan number three. I think it's a great Stan number for three. Stan. Yeah. This is Australia, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these are Australian app, wow. app downloads. Fantastic. <laughs> I think it's a cracking performance by yeah, Stan. Yeah, they'd be Spotify very happy. Spotify still number four on an iPad. Yeah. Google I suppose, Pro you know, number five. Spotify, I think it's it, it, when people have a party or something, they just have the iPad yeah. in the corner and just hit play and then they stream it to whatever they've got. Google Chrome number five. That surprised me. On an me. iPad? Yes. Wow. Like I use Google Chrome. Because Safari's built in. You're not going to download that, are you? Safari's oh. already there. But it just so shows Google how many Chrome, people wow. are going to Google Chrome. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Is that because it can handle Flash and stuff like that? No, Is that why? No, no, no. I think it's because people know that when you use Google Chrome, you... you you sign in across any device, it just all works. Yeah. That's why I use it. I can be on any device, yeah. any platform, doesn't need to be Apple. And as long as I'm using Chrome and I'm signed in, it knows everything. Yeah, about true. It's got Firefox is below too, but Chrome is obviously <coughs> Google. So the other one I pulled out of the iPad charts was um, Catch Up TV. Yeah. Nine now is the ninth most downloaded free app. Seven plus was 14th. ABC iView was 16th. SPS On Demand 24th. And 10 Play 30th. So... Wow. In fact, ABC Kids iView was above ten place. So, you know, nine now. I'm I'm a bit surprised by that. I mean, I know I'm I'm close to it because I use it all the time. But yep. to be the number one in this space, I think it's a big deal that for this channel. Yeah, very good, very good. When it comes to uh, free games, I didn't expect this to be a game. Monopoly Macus. It's a game, though. <laughs> like it is. You 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 pull the little strip off your yeah. prize and you scan the it barcode. Qualifies as a game. It's a game, right? Wow. What have you have you noticed the top paid iPhone app? No. Trip View. Trip Great you. app. I'm yeah, yeah, see, oh, the, the one that aggregates all your itineraries and all that. Yeah, yeah, your, your public transport. That's the number one table. free iPhone no, app. No, number one paid iPhone paid app. Paid app. Wow. Right, so paid people are. I don't even know what half the others are. Wiki Camps Australia, the Wonder Weeks is a pregnancy app. There's a few, f- <laughs> um, few food apps, and Facetune. Remember when they went yes. through that aging app? I remember. Face. Yeah. Number That's five. That's still ranking, year. is it? Wow. Yeah, number five. And the and the top paid game on iPhone or iPad. Minecraft. Yeah. Massively. No surprises there. So, um, look, a, a lot of interesting stuff in the in the data. I put the, the top 30 for all the categories up at EFTM.com. But, geez, man, there's some there's some money going through the world, like top paid iPad games. You know, there's so mm. many games there. You think these are not just one-off purchases. There's a lot of in-app purchasing going on here. Yeah, well, I think... Um it's it's not uncommon to see games. You think, oh, it just says get rather than having a price. Yeah. So you think, oh, okay, this is pretty good. Then in in, in little writing, it says in-app purchases. The other nugget. That's where they make their money, I reckon. The other nugget, pardon the pun, uh, that I took out of the free iPhone apps was yep. uh, food delivery. Uber Eats, yeah. number 11. My Mac is number 12. Wow. So We're just lazy. See, We're just getting lazier. Yeah, I don't see any other... Um, you know, ordering apps because mm-hmm. like menu log and that that's a that's a big deal for Uber Eats because it's ahead of Uber itself. Um, I'm looking at the list here: top paid iPad apps. Isn't is Procreate? Isn't that an Australian app? Yeah, that's Procreate. Australian Australian yeah, yeah. design app. Design app. That's pretty yeah. good. I've never played Aquapark IO. That's a that's a top free iPad game. <laughs> so yeah. I should download that and see what it is. Aquapark IO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so a lot of games out there I've never even heard of. Crowd yeah. City, Draw It, Run Race 3D. It's, it's fascinating. It is. So, a Fortnite, by the way, number 18 in the iPhone. Yeah, has apps. that lost a bit of its luster? Yeah, yeah. Are your kids Mate, not into kid, it anymore? Kids or? went back to uh, Minecraft. Yeah. Like on, on mass. Kids, really? Okay. Kids everywhere have gone back to Minecraft. Okay. So, fascinating stuff. But it wasn't just apps, it was uh, music as well this week. And we got charts from both Apple Music and Spotify, which. Um, which is fascinating because the top five across Apple Music and Spotify were the same except for one song. Mm-hmm. The number one song on Spotify was Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. Cabello. Yeah. Cabello. Oh. Yeah, fortunately. I loved your segment on the Today Show the other I day, I asked someone how to say that <laughs> before I went on television. 
I thought that was very good when you were sitting opposite, what was the name, Brooke, Brooke, Brooke yeah. and uh, I thought, he's bloody taking Richard Wilkins' job, this bloke. <laughs> Molly Meldrum, move move aside. Fortunately, I checked with Dickie before before I went on. <laughs> Who's Billie Eilish? Billie Eilish. Is that Billie, a guy? Billie Eilish is a girl. <laughs> Did not know that. Okay. So, I must admit, I didn't either until I saw these charts. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the photo of her and it was a picture of a woman. So yep. Spotify, that Senorita, which was number one, yep. did not appear in the Apple Music top five. Interesting. Uh, but the same... But other, is it available on Apple Music? Because well, there I, are some music, some music can't get it, on one. It, it is. It, it is still now. Uh, uh-huh. But I, I wonder whether he launched it on Spotify or something like that. Okay. I couldn't find any reference to that, but maybe that happened. But uh, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Sunflower by Post Malone, Seven Rings by Ariana Grande, and Old Town Road by Lil Nas X were yeah. all in the t- well, bo- in both top five. Yeah, they were, they were common. Yeah, but right. The only difference was Senorita was not in the Apple, and uh, Ariana Grande, Thank You, Next, was in... Apple, but not Spotify. Right. And Lil Nas X was not fifth as it was on Spotify. It was number one on Apple yes. Music. Because Old I listened to that a hundred million so times. So it's because of you. Yeah, my kids, my, we, we played they that. I like that song. <laughs> so good. Great song. Yeah. Now, my, my kids have all got, uh, none of them have Apple Music. They've all got Spotify. Right. And I think my, now my son pays. My daughter has the freemium one. None of them have Apple Music. Why don't they chime in together and get family? I don't know. How much extra is family? Six bucks. It's like eleven dollars for yeah. premium, like Aaron would be paying. Yep. And it's like seventeen for the family. Yeah, right. And then how many people can share the like account? Six. Yeah, well. I must tell them about you this. You must get onto that. I will. Um the other fascinating one, and you kind of forget that Apple bought Shazam. Yeah. Mm. Shazam has been a huge app for many years and Apple yep. bought it. And I think they Have bought they it for, the that for a while. Have they yeah, got, a little really? while, yeah. Because I know it leads them because it used to, before Apple bought it, offered to buy it on iTunes, Spotify, mm. now it only left Apple Music. Right. Yeah. So, you know, for years, and if you haven't used Shazam, I mean, where have you been? But <laughs> yeah, if, if you're standing in a, in a shopping centre or a, uh, you're listening to the radio and you don't know what the song is, yeah. you open up Shazam. Or in fact, you can just ask Siri now, can't you? Yeah. You don't even need the app. Yeah. I don't know. I have to check. But What's this song? Um, yep. You just find out what this song is and it, it listens 15 seconds. It samples it and it tells you what the song is. The yeah. most uh, Shazammed song in the history of the world... <laughs> Is Dance Monkey by Tones and I. Yeah. Like, there was wow. on, on one given day. So oh, okay. on, a, on a given day, the most Shazam song in one day, yep. Tones and I. Amazing. That's amazing for an Aussie artist. Globally. Yeah. An, an Aussie artist who was busking in at Byron, is that right? Was, yeah. was And then six months later was winning all the awards at the Arias. Unbelievable. Literally a rags to riches story. But across the year, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Someone Loved You by Lewis Capaldi. Uh, and yeah, then, t- then Dance huge, Monkey were, were, the, were the top three most Shazam yeah. songs. Can I ask you honestly, yeah. how many of those songs have you heard of? Okay, so I, Bad Guy, I've listened to now, okay. and I, I recognise that Jackson had been listening to it. Right. I just didn't know what it you was called. You didn't know what it was called. Was called. Yep. Right. Uh, someone you loved, never heard of it. Dance Monkey, I've only heard yeah. because... I'd no, I've, it, I'd heard I'd it. See it in, in yeah. clips of, of, of stories. It was like you. It was like you with Bad Guy. I'd heard it and just never knew the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Karma, PC of Hard, Con, Karma, Senorita, <laughs> Old Town Road, yes. Old Town Road, yes. Yeah, Sweet But Psycho, Giant, no. Sweet But Psycho, they wrote a song about Never you. Never heard it. Oh. <laughs> Don't know how to take that, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> and the next one's about me, Giant. So Calvin I, Harris. I, I, yeah, look. <laughs> I, as I said to Brooke, uh, there's a demographic issue here. Mate, you should have been wearing a hat like Molly Meldrum. <laughs> and you would, let's say, it was like watching an episode of Countdown. <laughs> I was going to text you. Oh, do you have your phone on when you're on it? Yeah. I was going to text you or WhatsApp you in the middle of the segment saying, hey, Molly, what's doing there? <laughs> I should have. I should have done it. See, uh, <laughs> I forget what I was going to say now. But, um, yes, I oh, – sorry, demographically, like, yep. if you think about, like, my mum doesn't have streaming. I don't no, think your no, mum does either. No. I know, although they – they listen to music through the Google, Google speaker, speaker I gave so them, the, the screen. So they say... But is it coming up on YouTube or...? I think it's YouTube, yeah. yeah. Well, they just are. They don't care where it comes from. My dad says, oh, hey, Google, play Frank Sinatra. And yeah. boom, is they listen to Frank Sinatra. I, I just wonder whether... Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not Molly Meldrum, so I don't know how these relate <laughs> to the charts. I know some of these songs are mid-massive. Yeah. Tones and I, Bad Guy, yeah. they've all been big, right? Yeah. But is there some, are there some songs missing because they're not being played by the streaming generation? Yeah. Well, that's what you got to think about, eh? The streaming, the streaming customer, it would would tend to be young, wouldn't it? Like You'd think in so. the teens, twenties, like so. There, if you're not it, like, put it this way, I don't think Frank Sinatra's back catalogue is going to get smashed on Spotify. No, 
unless it comes up in some playlist or something. Uh, I have noticed though, my son, who I, I hear his music all the bloody time, right? He's um, he's, he's been playing a lot of eighties music. A lot, he's, he, he's playing like Midnight Oil and and all these old songs. I was thinking, you know, this I was listening to this music when I was younger than you. And he goes, oh, I love it. All this old music. So that's the good thing about streaming. They're discovering Discovery. that all that old stuff. Because in, in a world of buying, when we, when we were kids, you had to go to Kmart yeah, and buy a bloody yeah. CD for 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. Uh, or a you know, vinyl 78 in your case. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did you see I went to 78? Not yeah, good on you, mate. Good bucks. on you, mate. I've got to say, just stop <laughs> me right there, mate. There is a very, very good sketch. Yeah. On um, not the nine o'clock news. Do you remember that show with Rowan Atkinson yeah, and that, yeah. where he walks into a hi-fi shop? It's called Hi-Fi Shop. If you want to yep. Google, it, if you want to YouTube it, and it's very funny where this old this guy Mel Smith walks in and he wants to buy a turntable, and then what they they want they try to have a bit of fun with him and they try to he doesn't know much about the tech side of things. And uh, that's uh, he says. Oh, it's Rowan actually says. See, it's got all the old. It's got all the speeds, thirty-three and forty-five. And then he goes, "What about my old 78s? And the guy goes, "What you say?" And he goes, "Nothing, nothing." <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to give off that he's he got he's got no idea. So they they're just all this crap they're saying. He goes, "Do you want an amp with that?" He goes, "Ah, oh, no, I don't." He goes, "Well, you won't hear anything without an amp, Grandpa." Very funny. You, if you brought up the seventy eights, yeah, yeah, YouTube, but, but very funny. You know, back in the day, we had to buy a song. Had to yeah, buy, yeah. Like at best, you bought a cast single. Or a I remember them. right? I remember because singles. you just wanted one song, right? Yeah. But predominantly, you'd buy an album. And that's what the other thing I said to Brooke the other day is it's amazing that uh, Billie Eilish's album is the number one album because yeah. you don't need to listen to the whole album. Because we consume song at a time and now rather than an album oh, time. Oh, well, that's the stream because of streaming and iTunes. Remember when oh, iTunes came out? You could buy just a song rather than the whole I album? I can tell you what else Guy Sebastian's got going on other than Quiet. Quiet, yeah. Because that's, that's, that's the that's only massive, song I, I listen to. But I, I, I was chatting with a, a, um, a guy the other day. Uh, shout out to actually Adrian who works at Optus. is in, on their PR team. Yes. And he used to work for Aria. Oh, and and I was asking him the other night. I, I, I he, he was at the Optus um, Christmas dinner, and I'm saying, how do artists make money nowadays? They mustn't. He goes, no, it's all touring. Like you got to, yeah. unless you're Taylor Swift or New Two, you're not going to make money streaming. Yeah. He was saying, I think it takes 175 plays of a song to make one cent, or something like that. I'm thinking, what hope have you got? Yeah. Before you relied on album sales and you did your best. Now. You just got a tour. You've got to get out there and play live to you make money. If you go and fill a room, yeah, you can't. It's make just money. changed the whole thing, hasn't it? Like, which is it's an interesting one about like tones and I, yeah, right? Yeah. So, Smash Sensation, pl- get, yeah. getting a lot of play played on, on the Jimmy the Fallon radio, show is incredible. Kind of stuff, yeah. but is it actually translating into big coin? Or I mean, sure, she's probably got a million bucks, just, right? Just but fame, yeah. Like, is it just fame, or is it? Yeah, it's very well, interesting. Look, look. If I wanted to listen to her song, I'd just go to Apple Music and type it in and. I'll play it once or twice, and that. She but got, it's got to take a, it's got to take thousands of other people to do the same thing. We, on a scale like that, you, she might make a bit of coin out of it. But those figures, you got to absolutely have a massive hit to make some serious money. Everyone else is just they're just making. What do you reckon? Pocket Billy, change. Do you reckon? Uh, so Apple are having a concert. In fact, it's on tomorrow yeah. our time. Yeah. Um, Billy Eilish. Is it today? It's today. Isn't it? Today. Oh, one thirty. One thirty today, or their time. 1.30 Thursday. Okay. No, I thought that's 1.30 our time. <coughs> yeah. I'm going to check my website. That's what I wrote on it. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. Cause it says... Afternoon. Anyway, um, I'm just wondering, you know, is that a deal that says... December you know, 5th, one thirty p.m., AEDT, which it, is today. It's like, um, you know, because you want you want to continue being supported by Apple Music in the way that we are, yeah, yeah. or is that just a concert? Is that just a, we'll give you 100,000 bucks? Oh, that's just to continue. Well, look at all the publishers she's getting out I of know. It's just, you know... Come and play for us. I mean, sure, amazing publicity. I know well, she's a girl now. Look at all the, <laughs> look at all the other events. Apple, Apple have always been close to the music community because right. of iTunes, right? Yeah. Look at all the other events we've been to. Where you know, I've seen at Apple events, Coldplay, U two, John Major, all, all these other, all these other artists, like, yeah. and too many to even count. The, the, I reckon they would jump out of their skin to be I to play for about Apple. U2. You remember yeah. the, the 2014 the controversial? Yeah, the, uh, oh, free album. we're going to give you a free album. Oh, geez. Everyone's blowing up. How about dare it. you? Yeah. <laughs> How dare you give me a free album? So funny. Yeah. Anyway, all the charts, all the latest, all the big stuff from uh, 2019 uh, at you and EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, all the stuff we talk about 
you need data to be able to enjoy them. Oh, and, good uh, segue. You know, the, the, the data figures that the NBN has released was really interesting. In, in 12 months, right, so they've, they've done a, a bit of an assessment of how we're using our data, the, the data consumption on the NBN. In 12 months, our use of data has increased by 25% in a year. So we've been using yeah. a quarter more data in the last in, in the since last year. So it works out that the on average Australians now consume the average Australian now consume what what would your guess be the average Australian what we consume per month as an individual as an Australian yeah you're yeah, watching your stuff yeah, yeah wherever at home on the NBA a household or an individual well let's say household okay um, what would you guess it to be. Three hundred and fifty gigabytes. No, it's lower than that. Okay, it's two hundred eighty-five gigabytes. Okay, per month. Yeah, it's a lot. And I mean, and also we're using a lot of data too because we're making a lot of video calls, FaceTime calls, streaming, Skype calls. Oh, really? Are also adding up. So it's the equivalent of three hundred sixty-seven hours of video calls. That amount of data would equate to. So it's how a much do you use at your place? How much what? You know how much you use at your place? Data. Yeah. Or because it's unlimited, you just don't look. I just don't look. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say the same thing. I mean, I know yeah. I've got unlimited, but I, I can look and see. But I, I'm going to log in right now. Yeah. Um, but it's it's funny how it's overtaken. Like before the before streaming became such a, and that's why we're streaming so much, using so much yeah. data because of streaming. But before streaming became such a thing, the most the most data we used before that was when we were browsing. So web browsing. That's right. Now that's the second most data consuming activity. And, and, you know, it's not like after you know, streaming. Browsing browsing is is more much more consumption based than it used to be because websites are bigger, images are bigger, yeah. things are bigger. But and, you, and you're seeing stuff on websites. You're watching videos and stuff. You know, pulling down your buddy um, uh, YouTube videos is still nothing compared to just streaming. You know, three seasons of Ray Donovan over the course <laughs> of a week and a half. <laughs> Lucky you got the NBN here too. <laughs> But it's oh. it's look it's becoming a part. Yeah, you know, it's what we do now. We stream stuff, oh. and how good is it now? Like I, I, I you know, rather I don't want to sound like an old man here, but I, I talk to my kids about how how good they've got it. With you know, they want to watch something or do something, they can just in within a minute done. hear whatever song they want, yeah. watch whatever movie they want, and and that's it. Like remember back in when when a good movie came out on video. Remember the video store. And you'd, you'd get down to your video store and you'd hope they got a copy of the movie. I was going to say, if like, you... Like, oh, oh, remember so they, have, they have the case. That you go, oh, there it yeah. is. But then there'd be none of the, the, the rental ones behind it. Yeah. They'd have the, the stock case and then the, the empties. Yeah. So wasn't there. You'd go, you'd go in there and think, oh, is anyone, anyone going to bring my back? Then you look at all the other release, the recent release and think, oh, we'll watch this one. <laughs> you just settle. Now, it's just incredible how much access you got now. I won't lie. I can't forget how much I've used. Oh, hang on. No, maybe okay. I can uh, go backwards here. Yes, I can. So Some other stats while you're fiddling around there, I'm mate. I'm using about 40, 50 gig mate, a day. Have a look. 40 or 50 gig a day. Wow, it's all that chicken and corn you download, isn't it? That's right, Donovan. Okay. Now, who do you think, though, New South Wales consumed the most data? Yep. They saw the... We, we, New well, South that's Wales, mainly because I... Last That's because of Trevor Last Trevor month Long. I downloaded 1,000 gigabytes and wow. uploaded 200. Wow. Okay. Bloody hell. You've been busy. I think the upload is probably the Nest camera that's constantly streaming. Oh, there you go. Yes. Yeah, that's a, a thing that people don't really uh, take notice of is the upload things. stuff. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Uh, okay. The, uh, queen, the, the, the hungriest customer, right, yep. was a Queenslander. Who in the month of June alone? How many did you do in a month? How many uh, were you doing a day? in November? Okay, just in one month in June this year, right? One Queenslander consumed twenty six thousand eight hundred and seven gigabytes. And he's torrenting. <laughs> also, he's probably this. You're lucky he's in Queensland. Otherwise, he would definitely be the same bloke as that New South Wales person that watched three hundred. Yes, three hundred thirty five days. days. Yes, that's right. So I reckon twenty six. I reckon the amount of data he's obviously streaming four K, a lot of four K content, possibly even eight K content. Mate, he's torrenting. Has eight K even come to Queensland yet? He's torrenting. You think so? You could watch constantly Netflix and not use that much data. <laughs> That's that is a lot of chicken and corn, right? That there. is a lot of There'd data. There'd be a bit of a chicken corn component in but that. But look, one. you know, so our data usage, like if I think about an average afternoon, 
You know, yep. we've got you kick as soon, as soon as Amanda gets home and mm. we're like in the kitchen preparing dinner or whatever, yep. the TV in the dining room goes on. It's just got stand running. We just run west. What do you want to sign for? It's just running. Uh-huh. Kids are watching YouTube. Yep. Jackson's on his phone watching YouTube. I mean, you know, it's yeah. it's three streams to four, four straight away. Yeah. Wait till your kids get a bit older, like mine, and they're uh, everyone's in their own wing of the house, yeah. just streaming whatever they want. Yeah. Like Aaron's watching. He's watching. He's on. Well, of course, they've got profiles on Disney, Netflix, Stan. They've all got profiles. So Joe's in the lounge room. If she's watching a show that like we normally watch stuff together, but she's normally watching Foxtel now, which is streamed as well now. And she's watching Say Yes to the Dress and all these shows that I've got I've got no interest in. We'll, we'll watch like Morning Wars and those shows we like together. But um, if she's going to watch that, I'm going to watch something else in my in my room. So we're all off doing our stuff. <laughs> you got all that to look forward to, mate. When your kids get a bit older, you're right. It is a great um, example to remind ourselves of what it used to be. Oh man, it used to be that if you didn't, mate. If yeah, you didn't like get to fetch, the fetch TV, TV store. Even now with Fetch, right? You turn on Fetch and you go, right, um, oh, there's a Dave Attenborough show on or something, or there's, you know, Bear Grylls or something on Disney, yeah, on Discovery. You, you go to that channel and you've, you're 10 minutes late. It goes, you, want, you press this button, you watch from the start. Just watch from the start, yeah. Now, amazing, mate, amazing. When, you, when we were living in Queensland and the A-Team was on, mate, if you didn't get there at 7.30 yeah. and the A-Team had already started, bad, pal. there was no way to miss, to, yeah. to get the first five minutes again, was Too there? Too bad, bro. Like, at yeah. best, you had to wait. For it to come out on VHS a year later, <laughs> I mean, this is this yeah. is the thing you literally yeah, it's missed it. Incredible. There you go. Yeah, it's amazing. Lots we of data. Amazing folks. times. All those data stats from the NBN are at techguide.com.au. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au, for all their products, all their information. And one of their products is the Netgear Mural. And uh, look, I'm not suggesting... I love my mural. That's I'm awesome. not suggesting it's it's a simple Christmas gift because it's, it's an expensive product. I'll grant yeah. you that. But if you're as a family, like uh, thinking about the parents, like a group of 40 to 50-year-old siblings like you might be thinking, <laughs> what could we get our, our mum or dad? Yep. Like, my mum would love this. Mm-hmm. And if I rang my brother and sister and said, let's all chip in, well, they'd say get stuffed. Um, <laughs> but that's the kind of thing I'm talking here. The Nicky Mural is a, it's a, it's a digital art frame. It is, I've got one up on the wall here. You've got one at your yeah. office. Yeah, it's nice. It, for me, I use it for photos, but every now and then I switch through and I go, go to art. It's, uh, it's motion controlled using gestures. You've got a library of billions of dollars worth of art that you can put up. I can bring up the Mona Lisa. I can bring up artwork from museums all around the world. And it's displayed not on a television, not on a computer monitor, but on a on a screen that's just so beautifully um, not bright. That's what I love about it. It's not yeah, bright. It's, nice. uh, it's not reflective. Good quality. It's a great quality. I've got it in a walnut frame. You can get it in three different coloured frames. Mine's, mine's white. I, you know, I, yeah. I I just think it's a beautiful product. You can set it to be on and off at different times of the day. Uh, you can set it with your own photos, let alone uh, photos that you choose from galleries. Fantastic product. You can find it if you want to see it at most Harvey Norman stores. So if you want to check out the mural online, go to netgear.com.au. If you want to see it in person, check it out at Harvey Norman. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. So I had to do more research than in the history of my life on a, on a story <laughs> this week. Linksys Aware. <coughs> yeah. Now, Linksys have a product uh, called VLOP, which is a, a mesh Wi-Fi system, similar to the ones we talk about all the time. Um, and you put, you put a, a one, one device at the modem, put another one in the house. There's three, I think, in most of the VLOP systems. So you're getting Wi-Fi through your home. But they've announced a product called Linksys Aware, which uses the Wi-Fi network to give you motion alerts in your home. So you can be on the other side of the world or just at work and away from home, and you can get an alert in the app that tells you that there's been motion at your home. There's no extra sensors involved. There's no infrared on this thing. There's no any kind of sensor at all. It's just the Wi-Fi network. So your Wi-Fi network is detecting motion. How does it wow. do it? Basically, because you've got multiple nodes on a mesh system, they're all communicating with each other continuously. And that can com- continue, <laughs> that communication is so consistent that any interruption, i.e. a person walking through the house, yeah. will, will register as a change in the way the network is communicating, and that's motion. And so th- this was apparently existed in the product. Yeah, it's how I understand and this, they just suddenly switched it on now. All they've done is they've gone because the the nodes are communicating with each other and going. This is a ninety percent, you know, consistency. Oh, it's dropped to eighty. 
It's going to back up to ninety. It's just uh. it's just the 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 device working out how good its Wi-Fi connection to each other okay. is. And what they determined was that those blips in the connection were motion. Well, motion. So they upgraded the app to allow you to go, well, right, let me know when you get those blips in motion. Now, it's not free. If you've got a VLOP system, um, you can upgrade your own system for four, 5 bucks a month or $40 a year. Uh, that's the subscription. I'm sure there's a 90-day trial. There is a 90-day trial. But here's the thing. You can set it for different days, different times. But then they talk about the other uses, and we've talked about this with Smart Home before. Yeah. You know, my mum's got a mesh system at her pub. Now, obviously, a pub is an active place, probably not the best place for motion loads. But if this was her home, and my mum has a pretty set routine, gets up early in the morning, she makes a coffee, sits down and watches the Today Show, hoping that I'd be on, <laughs> rings me and asks me why I wasn't. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then, you know, she might go and do this, that and the other, right? Goes to bed at a certain time. It, your house can learn your routine. Yeah. And so the potential for this to be used for uh, parental monitoring, essentially, yeah. to know whether grandma and grandpa, who have chosen to have uh, a home life as opposed to live in assisted care, yep. you can get alerts to let you know whether routine has idea. changed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Unbelievable. And it connects through as well to, does it connect to like smart speakers and stuff like that? Yeah, so basically it, it becomes, um, you know, like a trigger for anything else too. Yeah. So, so if you detect movement, you can, be, you can get a notification or it'll turn a light on or something or... You can set it up, I'm assuming, with IFT. Yeah. You know, if, then, if this, then that, so that different things can trigger different different yeah. actions. That's cool. I just think it's brilliant. I think it's a, it's a, a genius uh, move. I'm sure it was just some nerdy engineer that went, oh, look what I've you discovered. You know what we can do? <laughs> and, well, it's $4.99 a month. And they've monetized the bloody yeah. thing. And $39.99 for the a year. year. Is that yeah. right? That's pretty cool. It's a 90 day trial. So, look, if you've got, the thing is, it's, a, it's free to upgrade for 90 days if you've got a VLOP system. Install it, upgrade it, see what, yeah. see what you think. So it's a firmware like upgrade. It. You need to do a firmware, firmware upgrade. upgrade and then an app upgrade. Wow. And then 90 days worth of worth of free trial. Well, it's worth a trial, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And the product's been around for a while, too. This is uh, like a mesh system, like similar to Netgear's Orbi. That's right, yeah. So it's, a, it's been around for a while and doing pretty there well. There would be plenty in Aussie homes. Absolutely. And all of them should consider uh, the Linksys Aware upgrade because I think it's a really, really cool thing. Uh, details of that are up at EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. And Stephen Fennec. Well, you know how there's a lot of charities out there and you think that the for the thing that their objective is to off, uh, get people to donate money. Yep. Donate money. They have telephones. They want money. Yep. Uh, well, there's a new initiative that Optus has launched where they don't want your spare dollars. They want your spare data. So this is a, an, an initiative called Donate Your Data. Yep. And it's in conjunction with the Smith family and the Kari Foundation, where you can donate your spare data, and that will go to a a young Australian living in poverty who wouldn't have the the ability to access the internet and communicate and have those same opportunities and educational assistance that other kids. And would we were have. talking about data before with the NBN. Yeah. So imagine a child with a five hundred meg data allowance on a phone. Yeah. Now. That's not going to get them much these days. That's no. going to allow them to stay in touch by WhatsApp at best. It's not going to allow them to watch a YouTube tutorial, let alone just be entertained by YouTube, right? So this encourages those of us with excess data or just those and of us that want to... And we all do. All those of us that want to be on a higher planet, yeah. donate a chunk of it yeah. to literally give to someone needy. Yeah. And look, there's there's 13,000 students in the Learning for Life program, which is uh, across the Smith family and the Curry Foundation, that will benefit from this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the initiative. It's a really good I think idea. It's a really cool idea. I just I, like it's. It's not really something that's costing Optus any money. Well, no, so it's, it's a not. Smart move but they're just sort of trying to organize it. Yeah, yeah. They're but just into, coordinating. So it. What happens? They give the the young children who need this the, the the data. They give them a SIM card with unlimited talk and text, and then they got ten gig of data on there, which is a lot to browse with and do stuff. And that the the data is made up of what is being donated. Through uh, through Optus, if you're a prepaid or postpaid customer, you go to the My Optus app and you can volunteer to each month. You, you, there's a little slider you can choose how much data you want to donate, yep. and it allows them to do that. And and the 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 people, the recipients who can then now you know do things like apply for jobs and email employers and just have the same access and opportunities that we all have that we all take for granted yep. because we've got access to the internet. Because we all take it for granted, like even like Jackson at this point. Has no concept of internet data. Same with all my kids. It's just yeah. always on at it's home. It's just always there, and his yeah. phone always has it because we've yeah. got a big family pool shared, and he'll never yeah. need to worry about data on his there phone. There you go. 
Um, I mean, you've got to just, as for a moment, just separate yourself from the privileged world that we live in and go, yeah. there's some people that can't afford that data. Some people that can't access the internet because they can't afford it, which yeah. is uh, remarkable. And I know there's people that don't want the internet because you're, you're a senior citizen and you just want a phone. But yep. there's other people who don't have the internet and would love the and internet. But, but they need it. They, they need the opportunity. Like, how, how good, like, you, you'll know, and my kids benefited too, how good is the internet for education? It's unbelievable. It's like, imagine, I can't believe you and I, we did school and there was no such thing as the internet. I know. We had to get the you fucking Wagnalls that, out. That's what <laughs> I had the World Book. I had World Book at my house. Fucking Wagnalls. And that was awesome. But, but I remember saying to my kids, don't ever complain to me about school because you got Google, you got the internet, I didn't have that. No. So I used to go to the library with, you know, stack of 20-cent pieces and photocopy books to research my assignments, whereas you can just Google something in three seconds and have everything you need. Yeah. So do not complain about that. So we're giving these young kids who don't normally have access to the internet uh, an opportunity now, thanks to Optus's Donate Your Data. I think it's a really smart initiative. Yeah, love it. It's a really cool idea from Optus, so well done to Optus. And if you're an Optus prepaid or postpaid customer with an eligible plan, jump on the My Optus app. And uh, get donating. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes, proudly supported by our mates at Uniden. Shout out to them. Christmas is coming up, so uh, there's a lot of their products, like their AppCam Solo products, to keep an eye on your property, uh, is a great idea. Uh, but one of their new products that's coming soon is the AppCam Solo PT. And PT stands for Pan and Tilt. This is actually Australia's first wire-free security camera that you can pan and tilt so you can pan it through 355 degrees and tilt it i think 140 degrees so that gives you the ability to cover the same amount of areas two or maybe even three regular security cameras so it's ideal for if you've got a large property or a remote property you need to see a bit more than what your normal camera would do then you can with the uh the, the app cam solo PT and it of course it also has all the same features you'd expect on the wire free camera it's weatherproof it actually comes with a solar panel as well so once you connect it there's no need to recharge it it'll do that through the sun thanks to the solar panel it's got all your also thermosense which gives you heat and motion detection rather than having all these false notifications there's an SD card that's on board you can back up to that and they also offer for 7 days free cloud storage Pay more if you want to have a longer storage than that. Two-way talk. So all the bells and whistles you'd expect, but the ability to pan and tilt, that's the real game changer here. If you want to see more about the Guardian AppCam Solo PT kit, check it out, uniden.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, these might be a bit hard to find because uh, they're in hot uh, demand, but BM, uh, Big W... Yes, uh, taking orders for a Street Fighter stand-up Street Fighter gaming machine. Yeah, that's game. So you remember the good old you that's know, gaming a retro, machines, day, right, mate? That's back in my fully era. sick retro. Um, it's awesome. Now these you might remember this is a these. full cabinet. Well, it's a f- it, yeah. Let me give you the the, wow. the cons first. It's only one point two meters tall. Only so you yeah. That's like that's you know, okay. it's not very tall. Yeah, for right. a, so you got to be sitting yeah. down. You got to be sitting or down. Kneeling. Or put it on. Just build a small box for it to sit on. Like it's not rocket science. Yeah. It comes flat packed. You actually assemble it yourself. Wow! But they first these first appeared at uh, an Aldi special buy. Uh, I think a year ago, sold out like like the clappers, no dramas. But five hundred bucks, mate, and you get Street Fighter Two Champion Edition, Street Fighter Two: The New Challenges, and Street Fighter Two Turbo. So three options. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's I got the joystick, the buttons that yeah. you all expect. Two player mode. Oh, I mean, I want one How just much for is the it? office. Five hundred bucks. Not bad. That's not bad not for bad. a. You know, machine. But, but you have seen, remember that arcade table that I used to have at my yeah, place yeah. where that had like 4,000 games on it. It yeah, was yeah. like $2,000. But totally. And, yeah, yeah. and, you know, you think about it now. It like did have Street Fighter on you, it. Too. You'd be getting this for the man cave or the bar or something for the yeah. look of it. Because yeah. obviously you can buy uh, a Commodore 64 console, the old classic console, yeah. Sega Mega Drive, you know, all those new new and old retro consoles. That have you get this. the Atari for 79 bucks at, at JB Hi-Fi. Amazing. They have lots of games in it. But there. if this was Galaxian and Gallagher... You'd have me at hello. I yeah. love those games. In fact, my local squash court up the road, my na- actually, when I lived in Maruba, my neighbours across the road, they owned the squash court. So yeah. we used to play, they used to get all the the uh, the tokens to play the pinball machines. Yeah. And I had the, the high score on, them on Gallagher for ages at the at the squash court. Very good at it. The initials on the on the scoreboard. Yeah, it said, it said SF, and I just left the, sec- the last. You know how you could have three digits? Yeah. I'd have SF and just leave the last one blank. Could you do a blank? 
Yeah. Oh, no, no, sorry. I did S dot F. I used to do the three things. I didn't leave it blank. I did T W L. You couldn't leave it blank. You couldn't leave it blank. Yeah. So here's the thing, and this reminds me, and it's not in the rundown. Like, <laughs> I've just realised the other story of the week is the PlayStation 25th anniversary. Absolutely. I was going to say, right? yes. Now, now, when you look at Street Fighter, um, you'll remember that like gaming was two-dimensional. Mm. It was like a cartoon from, you know, Roadrunner days where... You think yeah. of it as two two layers. There's the game itself, and then there's just a backdrop. Yeah, it's like a side-scrolling sort of thing. The yeah. backdrop might, may or may not move, but uh, you know, in this case, it's just really just a backdrop of <laughs> wherever you're fighting. Gaming took a next turn when it went three-dimensional and had octagons and all the different, you know, bringing it to life. And that's well, really a huge result the, of that is, is because of PlayStation. The, and the, the mate, the thing that blew my mind thinking about the 25th anniversary of PlayStation was, yes, before PlayStation, there was Super Nintendo. They had the Nintendo yeah. Entertainment System, right? Mm-hmm. Nintendo were working with Sony on a CD-ROM version of their entertainment system. And they were about to release it. In fact, they, they, they showed it at CES in 94, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and then Nintendo went, you know what? We're going to use Philips for our CD-ROM drives. We're oh. good. And Sony went, okay, 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 well, beans. okay we're just going <laughs> to release this thing. <laughs> it's called the PlayStation. Wow. And we've sold 500 million of them in wow. 25 years. So thanks, Nintendo. Yeah. Wow. Like that is a great story. That's an epic I didn't know that. business deal gone wrong. But I can remember when the when the PlayStation came out and you know, we were talking about how we How were, old we're, do you feel thinking about PlayStation as being twenty five? A lot. But um I, I remember we were, you know, we were talking about playing Gallagher and leaving your initials on the high score in the laundromat or wherever you're playing. Huh. Having the PlayStation the in your house <laughs> in your house playing on your television, it was like wow. Happening. Like, like, I've got to go out to do this. Yeah. Now it's in my house. Yeah. That was such a massive thing. It's like me explaining to my kids when we first got the internet connected. They go, I was seeing on my computer all this stuff that wasn't on my computer was on another computer. And they look at me thinking, yeah, okay, well, you know, they just take it for granted because that's all they know. They just can't understand. But that was the same for me. When a PlayStation, and then the PlayStation 2, that was the big jump. PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2, that was phenomenal. Yeah, so PlayStation 2 became and still is the the biggest selling console massive history. So I didn't have a PlayStation, I had a PlayStation 2. Yeah. Um, And I I remember. PlayStation 1 and then went to the. See, I I was not a massive gamer. I was a PC gamer at best in the late 90s, you know, playing Tom Clancy's on uh, PC. Yep. Um, Rainbow Six, but then when I got a PS2, um, I got remember Buzz, the game that had like little uh, yes, it was like a quiz show. Yeah, like I've still got that. Yeah, uh, probably it's probably quiz show. There's four controllers. Yeah. Four controllers, and then there was and then there was the voice. What's the singing game? Yes, it was oh, it's not yeah, Dance one. Central. It's like Sing Central. But anyway, yeah, yeah. You, like I remember Sing Star, Sing Star. Yeah, I remember playing Sing Star at my brother's place, and we'd all sing away. Uh-huh. And it was silly and fun. We pulled that out at a few parties ourselves. And yeah. you know, my, uh-huh. I remember my brother and I singing like Imagine by John Lennon or something. And we, you know, you have a, it's a duo. butchering it. No, no, we both nailed it and both really? got the exact same score. It was oh, weird as wow. But it's also one of those things. I just like how it rated you it, it, and. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, uh, you'd, when someone's singing really badly, they'd say, oh, try again or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah they could have the chart that There's goes nice how badly off insults, you are. Yeah. You know, it's remarkable to think that PlayStation's 25 years old. I oh, was, wow. I was out of out So of what year was that? That was so 20... 90, 95, 94. 94 officially in well, Japan, my, 95 in Australia. My daughter was born. My eldest was born in 90, February 95. So PlayStation's just a little bit older. She's 25 next year. Yeah. And I had a PS1. She would have been a baby when I had a PS1. Yep. Yeah. Because you're quite old. Yeah. Anyway. I was very young, mate. Yeah, no. You're I was a, a child bride, mate. I was very young. When <laughs> you I was were a child bride. I was a child bride, yeah. <laughs> I was only 24 when I was Pretty married, sure mate. you were a child groom. Child, yeah. I don't know, you know what I mean. <laughs> don't my, wife, my wife was the child bride. You don't want to talk about <laughs> child and groom, mate. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't yes. Go well. not, the, not the best words to include in the same sentence. Anyway, reminisce with us uh, on Twitter <laughs> at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick, Two Bikes Talking Tech, hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'm going to change gears for a moment here, Trev, because uh, I know we've got some more gaming to talk about, but um, I'm going to talk about some audio, and uh, in particular, the Bowers and Wilkins PX7. Now, you'll appreciate this, because you're a bit of a car man and a Formula One man. Yes. And uh, I don't know whether you read my review, but these the PX7 are your kind of your premium. Yeah, they're six hundred dollar headphones. They're premium. Bowers and Wilkins, very prestigious audio brand, and you know with decades of audio yeah. knowledge. And this set, the PX7, 
has I've described it like a luxury car. Like you know, anyone who's owned a luxury car or has driven a luxury car, they'll know that, that look, it looks great inside, is beautiful, drives like a dream, and that's for that's for a reason because of the the yeah. the research and development and the reputation car, of the company. Yes, it will get you from A to B like any other car. Yeah, but no, it will do it better. It's just it will nicer, do it smoother. It yeah. will feel better, and frankly, every time you get in it. You, you realise why why it costs more. Absolutely right, and I think these the PX7 have that same feel for headphones, mm-hmm. and I, I use the car analogy because the inspiration behind the design was actually taken from a Formula One car. Really? So it was the composite. There's carbon fibre composite arms that hold the ear cups to the headband, and so you there's the, see these little composite arms I'm that come it down up here. right now, and uh, so they, they look really nice, and it also makes them light and durable. And the, on the design side, they're, they're really smart. Like, they've got engraved plates on the outside and there's, there's fabric covering the headband and the ear cups and memory foam on the... on. So it's really comfortable wear. So all those little things that, that, that you'd expect from a, a brand like this and a product of this price, it, it well and truly delivers. Now, of course, on the audio side, you've got 43.6mm drivers. These are larger. Normally, you get 40mm drivers in headphones. Mm. These are 43.6, so slightly larger. And the same engineers who came up with these were the same, were the same people behind the speakers they use in the Abbey Road studios. So oh. you, it's pretty... Pretty, uh, pretty impressive in terms of like just the engineering smarts and just the audio quality you get out of here. But you know, obviously, sound fantastic. There's just such a realistic sound. That's the whole idea. But like, they say high fidelity for a reason because high fidelity means it sounds a lot like the original source. Yeah. And this is what this delivers. It's also got though aptx adaptive a new version of bluetooth that gives you a slightly better resolution in terms of your streaming because these are wireless mm-hmm. it also gives you better latency so you know when you're watching a video on your ipad or something and the what you're watching on the screen matches exactly to what you're hearing so the lips are moving at the same time yeah, as what yeah. you're hearing them that's really important especially in gaming if you're playing games yep. that latency the low latency is very important so you can react to things as they're happening rather than having that little lag but look uh they're noise cancelling, of course. Noise cancelling is excellent. Core quality is good, not great. It's not quite as good as some other brands, but audio quality up there with the best you'll hear. Uh, has also the noise cancellation allows you to have high, low, automatic. You got the pass through as well as you'd expect. Uh, and the battery life, though, that's probably the most impressive thing. Thirty hours. Jesus. And that's using noise cancelling. So you wow. could, that, that's a trip from Sydney to London and a connecting flight. And it's on one charge. 30 wow. hours, which is very, very impressive. The Bowers & Wilkins PX7, they're $599.95. And uh, they are bloody good. And my review is on techguide. au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Did you ever play real racing on the iPad? Real racing, yes. The car game. Is this one where you actually turn yeah, in the iPad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yep. been around for like four or five years. Real racing. Real racing three. There's been real racing before that, but it kind of hit its straps you know, mm. three or four years ago when the iPad really upped its game graphics. Yeah. So the same game still exists. The sta- same game is the one you downloaded from four or five years ago. But it's frankly, these people are making money in-app purchases. You know, you you spend uh, money to get coins to upgrade your car and do all these things. Do you do that? Have you done that? Yeah, mate. I've spent. Yeah. I remember really? five years ago spending <laughs> 150 just to get my what? car to all the point. <laughs> Mate, and here's the thing. Here's why I know that that's where they're making their money. Because yeah. uh, last this week, or just a few days ago, I downloaded the, the game again because I hadn't, didn't have it on my iPad. And I went into the Formula One version. And I thought, what Ooh. is this, a knockoff? Lots of games have like open-wheel race cars that look like F1 cars. Like Harry would call them F1 cars, but they're uh-huh. not real. Yep. But this is Formula One authorised. This is official. This is... The licensed brands. This is all the cars, all the driver names, everything. It's real. Um, the, it's not a simulator. So it's not like playing the F1 game on the PlayStation or Xbox. Yep. It is not a real-world experience. It's a very much an arcade experience using yeah. real tracks, real cars, real drivers. But it takes you through kind of a, a learning experience of how Formula 1 weekend works. You, you then go through the process of upgrading your car or you know, and you're earning points. You can obviously buy the credits and upgrade them quicker. And I'm smashing it, mate. Smashing it. Is it still using the iPad? Still using the iPad, like the and you pretty wheel? much just break with your thumb, whatever. But then Jacko downloads it, and he's struggling. And mm. I went, you know what? It's because I spent 70 bucks, and I upgraded the car. 
as much as I could. Ah, so it's really touchy, it's, is it? Or? Well, it's just, man, I'm just going faster. My car right. just goes faster than his. So he hasn't even earned the okay. right to get past the qualifying stage of this buddy game yet. Um, so it's a great game. If you're an adult and you love your F1 and your real racing, so it's, tr- it's a true F1. Get into it. Simula- it's it's yeah. F1 authorized. It's okay. not a simulator, but it, it feels as gives good. you the experience. Gives you the experience of the re- of the real racetrack. Does it have vibration and good audio? Nah, and all no, that? no, no, no. The audio is okay, but yeah, no, it's not. Does it vibrate in your hand or anything? No way would I describe this as a simulator experience. Okay, but it was great fun to do. Uh, but empty your pockets if you want to actually do well in the game. And it's better on the iPad, or can you do it on your iPhone as well? Or is you can it do it on small? the iPhone as well. It's even, I think I'm real racing on Apple TV as well, as well, using the controller. How good is that? Um, and you can link game controllers to both yeah, devices yeah, as course, well. So, of bit of fun. If you haven't downloaded Real Racing 3 for a while, download it again. Have a look if you love your F1. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. I know people listening to this take a lot of photos with their phones, as we do as, we do as well. And how often, though, do you print a photo from your phone or from any camera? Like, very rarely, isn't it? I can't like remember that happening. It's, it's, a, it's a shame that the amount of, for all the great photos we take, and we, you know, obviously we share them online and on social media, and uh, very rarely do we print them. Yeah. And it's because, A, we don't want to print them. B, it's not convenient to print them. So there's a new product uh, or an updated product from HP, the Sprocket Select. Now, there was a Sprocket a couple of years ago, three or four years ago. This is an update to that, slightly larger photos it can produce. So basically, it's, a, it's about the size of a phone, and it has uh, a stack of 20 photo paper, uh, special pa- photo paper inside. So it's ink-free. It's called zinc photo paper. So I think it uses heat and everything like that. So emulsion, yep. And um, what it basically is, you, you download the app, Connect your phone via Bluetooth, ac- allow access to your camera roll, and you can print out your photos. So why is it better than the last one? Well, because the, the, the prints are 30% bigger. larger. So you get a yeah, bigger, bigger sticker because you can peel off the back and they're using the stickers. The app allows you also to add frames and text. And you know how like on an Instagram story you can put all, these, all the decorations yeah. on it? Well, imagine doing that but then being able to print it. So uh, it's, I think it'd be a lot of fun at like a like a kid's kid's birthday party or a dinner party for adults yeah. if they want to take some selfies and share them on the spot. Uh, there's an example there. I took a photo of Logan and printed it right out. Uh, it's 199 bucks. You get a packet of photo paper with it, but the replacement papers are 16 bucks for 20. So the it's so it's you don't have to if you go mad shy you get, on a dollar a print you know yeah so like oh, yeah, a, a, a reader of mine uh, a friend of mine who was looked at it and said oh, this looks perfect for my daughter 199 bucks that's not cheap but how much is the paper and I didn't actually include that in the story I had to find out research for her it's 16 bucks for the so if they if, if they go nuts you're going to be burning through paper yeah but a really good concept and a really nice keepsake as well yeah. like how nice it is is that you got something you can actually physically touch and, and yeah. stick somewhere that's really a nice we, memory. We've used similar products in the past, and and the kids have still got them stuck up on their desks at yeah. home. You know, it's one hundred ninety nine bucks. JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, Officeworks, Big W, and through HP as well. HP Sprocket, the Sprocket Select. Check it out. Techguide.com.au. This is two blokes talking tech. Should we do it again next week? I mean, oh, I'll think about it. Next week, and then the week after, and then we probably have to take Christmas break before one week off before New Year's. Yeah. Or we could we could do a special. Again. So we'll do we'll do yeah <laughs> for sure. It's, it's Star Wars uh, comes out in less than two weeks. Mate. Oh yeah, no, well, it's two weeks today actually. Yeah, really? What yeah. date does it come out? Nineteenth. Right, okay. So I'll be busy watching it for three days in a row. I'm just gonna uh, block <laughs> it, block out my diary uh, to make sure that I don't go anywhere and near you know a cinema. What? I've been invited to the uh, preview screening on the Wednesday night. Well done. Wednesday on the 18th. I bought a ticket for the 19th, yep. and I understand. I think there may be a screening. I think LG might be doing something on the 20th. Oh. Not sure. Not sure. Uh, we um, our good um, mate, our good mate yeah. Angus Jones. School is, holidays. Uh, I got the kids, so unfortunately. Oh yeah, right. But uh, uh, no, shout out mate, to Angus. Angus, who's, yes. who's ended his time at LG. He was. Yeah. Uh, He's been uh, a great friend of the show. Uh, an unbelievable and a friend, friend of ours. Friend of both of ours individually <laughs> and and of the show, uh, having got to know him through the yeah. show and through his relationship at, at, uh, at LG. He's moved on. He's uh, on a holiday at the moment. He's going to do bigger and better things, I'm sure. Yeah. But he's, he had a big, made a big mark at LG, and uh, and we appreciate his support over the years Absolutely, of, of yeah. what we do. Just generally, 
no, no, I'm, talk, I'm not even talking funny. I'm just talking just as a, just as a as listener. A yeah. And someone Someone who, who gave us some honest feedback too and, yep. and some great suggestions and ideas. And, took us to lunch to yeah. celebrate 300, 400... Yeah. And uh, many in between, so it's Absolutely. greatly appreciated. So, Angus, yeah. enjoy the uh, enjoy the break with your family. Uh, now your kids have finished school. It's, uh, it's yeah. a good time to get out and enjoy the family. And I'm sure 2020 will bring something very exciting for Angus. So we uh, we appreciate his support. We'll do it again next week, Stephen. Before you oh, start twist, twist my on arm. about right. bloody Star Wars. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. Thanks to Nitki and Unidan for their support. We'll be back in again next week with two blokes talking tech. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.